welcome to another episode of the Omnipresent Sports Podcast here at the Sullivan County Democrat. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. Head on down to the Kitchen Table Cafe on Lower Main Street in Calicoon to check out what in-house fresh baked goods they're making and check out their Instagram for any other specials that are taking place. I'm managing editor Joe Abraham and today I'm joined with sports editor Anthony Morgano as we talk about the top stories in winter sports. We're kind of going to go through them all and we'll start with uh, wrestling and skiing. So Anthony, why don't you give us some highlights as far as how that season went? Well, the wrestling season was a uh more compact than the rest of the seasons, but we had a couple teams send kids off to sectionals. The sectionals were in Liberty this year, so a couple teams and individuals got to perform on their home court, which is interesting. Indoor track, there was, uh, without being able to use West Point this year, um, they were at SUNY Sullivan for a lot of their meets, and it was, again, a shorter season than the past but we did have a standout athlete, Adam Furman from Tri-Valley, who has just been absolutely dominating um, the running scene. Uh, he made it to Nationals, and he was one of the top-placing juniors at Nationals. So as a junior, there's still a lot of a lot of running ahead of him. So definitely keep an eye out for him. Cool. And, um, yeah, and we were saying, you mentioned wrestling and, and uh, track. Um, skiing slopes, I know they do a lot of uh, races up at what, Bel Air, and um, did we have any kids that uh, participated in the state tournament? Yes, actually. Um, both the Monticello boys and girls teams won the section, so they led their entire team, went to states with a couple other individuals, and I think they placed fourth for boys and girls in alpine skiing. Uh, we didn't get many results from Nordic skiing, so I'm not sure how they did this year. Gotcha. And uh, I guess on the basketball court now, I guess we'll start on the boys' side of things. Uh, how were the teams, if you could kind of run through uh, which teams had the most success this season? Well, we had three boys' teams that qualified for sectionals. The Sullivan West boys, the Roscoe boys, and Monticello boys. Unfortunately, all three of those teams were a first-round exit. Oh, that's not true. Sullivan West won their first game and then lost in the second round. But Roscoe lost to Mount Academy in the first round, and Monticello lost both of the home teams, lost on their home court. And Sullivan West, I believe they uh, beat Millbrook, right? And I think they lost to Chester? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, Chester had a very good season on the boys' side. Uh, they were pretty dominant, I know, when they played a bunch of our different schools here. Uh, on the girls' side of the uh, the ledger, as they say, uh, what did we have? I know Manor had a very good year, and that was something that you covered very closely. Yep, the Livingston Manor girls, um, they qualified for sectionals under their first-year head coach. And uh, they went and defeated Eldred after losing to them twice in the regular season to earn a bid for, for the state tournament. Um, they lost in the first round to Section 11. But uh, they still, they were the the team from Sullivan County that went the farthest. Um, the Sullivan West girls, uh, they lost to Seward in the first round of sectionals. The two of them were very closely matched throughout the season. They each won one game, and the sectional matchup was the rubber match. Unfortunately for Sullivan West, uh, Seward took it. And then the Monticello girls lost in the first round. I believe they lost to Cornwall. 
And I already mentioned that Eldred lost to Livingston Manor in the section championship, but those were the, the four girls teams, but we had seven teams in total. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was interesting. And uh, the uh, Monticello girls team is an interesting story because Ryan Jasper, who's been there for a few years, uh, when he had taken over the program, I know they had very few wins. And so a lot of those girls that have, you know, worked their way up and uh, led by, you know, junior guard, Aaliyah Moda, who had a story in our most recent paper, did a did an amazing season for their standards, really turning things around the last couple of years. So that's uh, pretty neat. For those that also might have missed it in recent sports sections, uh, we had features on uh, Adam Furman, who Anthony mentioned earlier for track. We mentioned we have a story on Pedro Rodriguez, who had a great season for the Monticello boys team. Uh, so Christina Davis, who we mentioned from Livingston Manor, Anthony wrote that story. So if you go to our website, scdemocratonline.com, you can kind of scroll through and check out some of the different uh, articles from the winter season, as well as some of our honorees. We have all-stars that are out. And then the next couple weeks, uh, we will be uh, dealing with spring sports kind of starting. It's always a questionable thing here in Sullivan County when that'll start, depending on Mother Nature. Um, but, you know, things get well and not as much rain or precipitation and people can get on the field sooner hopefully we'll be having some of those games uh, taking place within the pages sooner rather than later so that concludes today's podcast once again brought to you by the kitchen table cafe in calico new york and uh, we'll catch up with you again soon